right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Stories from a Mountain Town podcast. This is your host, Tyler. I'm here with Sam Christofferson. Sam, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to be on. I've always wanted to be on. There's a lot of cool guests that you have on, so I'm on. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and um, this episode is a little bit different than other episodes because we, while we're recording this on Zoom, we are also broadcasting this on Sam's Twitch stream. Um, and it is, what, what day is it today? Yeah, Wednesday the 6th? 6th, yeah. Yeah. So if you missed that, yeah, I don't know. if Can you go rewatch streams on your thing? Yeah, you can. Yep. And you don't have to be a subscriber to watch mine. So Yeah, nice. And yeah, and speaking of that, so I guess start with explaining what Twitch is to anybody out there that may not know. Okay, so Twitch kind of started off as um, Justin TV. I don't know if a lot of people know that. And it was like a lot of like the, the early Major League Gaming MLG guys. Um, they would have LAN parties, which is like a LAN is a local area network, just so we're not mm. using jargon. Um, and that means you have a local connection for gaming competitions. So this was like Halo 2, like way back in the day, early Rollback. Xbox stuff. Yeah, Rollback. Exactly. Um, and so they would stream their early competitive days on this thing called Justin TV, which turned into Twitch. And... Um, which is kind of awesome because it's blown up into um, I know like people are working out on Twitch now and posting that um, a lot of video games. You see a lot of Warzone, a lot of League of Legends, um, people opening Pokemon cards for like high value Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And it's just a streaming service where people can post whatever really they want to post as long as it's in the terms of service. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're probably the main um, audience here smile i'm gonna take a screenshot of this um the main audience um is uh, tell me if i'm wrong it's mostly just but the big the big gaming streamers playing their games and it's kind of yeah. like and people who don't understand it it's like watching someone who's just really good at something do something that you like to do it's like watching golf it's like watching another sport yeah. like you could go you could watch golf or you could go golf yourself but you're going to watch golf sometimes because you want to see the best of the best do it. And that's kind of what's going on here too. Yeah. I think I can do that for anything. Like I like um, watching people that are just genuinely good at what they're doing. Like I, I just logged into Twitch one day and I saw like chess on the front page and I just watched people that were really good at chess. And that was absolutely mind blown. Like these guys are crazy. And um, I think it's, it's a big proponent for just appreciation of people that are uh, people that are good at things and i know um i guess people know that people make a lot of money off of twitch um but they don't know how they make money and so i can kind of dive into the monetization if you want me to do that um not quite yet before you do that okay. explain so so why are we talking about twitch people probably are asking so and why we decided to do this podcast now. So Sam is a Sam's a streamer mostly, or are you all in Warzone or in Call of Duty? Um, basically all Warzone, yeah. Yeah. So and and Sam and I know each other from college. We've been buddies since then, and we've been playing video games together um, basically all of 2020. And then you start to do the streaming thing, and then. Um, you started to grow a little bit of an audience and then with the monetization, how you monetize uh, being a streamer, 
you move from just the starting phase to now what's called being uh, an affiliate, right? After right. getting, after getting 50, is it 50 followers? Yeah. So there's a few requirements. You need to stream for eight hours total in a month, um, have 50 followers, and you need to stream at seven unique periods in the month. And then you need to have an average viewership of three um, mm -hmm. across your streams, which was definitely the hardest part to get because a lot of times when you're not well known, you could get to 50 followers and like your friends support you and they, they get you there. But um, mm -hmm. getting that average viewership up was definitely the hardest part. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I've been, th I was, you know, as we play, I think about like, you know, what you've, what it seemed like you've been trying to do to get that. And it's, you know, some people have an audience because they're just so insanely good. Some people have an audience because like maybe they're like hot chicks just have audience because they're hot chicks on, on Twitch, right? That's a thing. Um, some people have audience because they're funny or they're just like fun to watch while they play and they're, you know, above average players. I like, there's all this variation and I'll, it's been interesting to watch like, you know, how does Sam... How does what does Sam what is Sam trying to do to get a better audience? And it's I it's obviously you do good on social. You post some TikToks, you post on you have your own Instagram for it. Right. Um, you're very dedicated to uh, what you said was like regular time periods of streaming. So let it getting your audience in a schedule kind of. Um, and then you got a lot better at the game. Like remember when you first started playing Warzone? Like I had already been playing it for some time, and Alex even a little bit. But but you were like a a late follower to getting into Warzone, yeah and like you like you were a decent gunfighter because you played cod but like you didn't really know how to play Warzone. no and i wasn't like a fortnite guy either so like the yeah. idea of battle royale and like mm -hmm. how to work a battle royale i was kind of clueless and it's it's kind of funny like like the people giving me tips like you're way better than this but there were some of our friends who literally averaged zero kills per game telling me what to do on the map when i first started yeah <laughs> because yeah but but you were like i mean you got some kills but you weren't like you didn't get dubs you you took yeah. a while to get your wins oh yeah i thought forever. for somebody who like knew what call of duty was yeah um and, and there's that dude. there's that learning curve too because i wasn't a fortnite guy either i may have played fortnite twice yeah and then I started getting into like I dropped in a couple of solos and it's like that's a different style game. And then I was playing <laughs> with our buddies Jack Miller um, and Ian Zenner and some of those guys. And like Jack is insane at it. He totally knew what to do. He like I, I always tell you my first dub uh, was him and his other buddy. And I probably died nine times and had no kills, but they had they just tore it up and it was never a question that we were going to win. Right. And then I started to get the strategy and like how you set up guns and got better at that whole thing. Cause it's kind of like, I kind of, I kind of consider it like the most, the ultimate version of a shooter right now. Well, yeah. with some of the, you know, the glitch stuff that we always bitch about, right. but, but like but you have to be, you can't just be a good gunfighter, right? Cause you'll, you could get, you know, triple teamed. You can't just be like the guy that never dies because you need to, you eventually get to a circle and you got to kill one, at least one guy or a team, you know, right. you can't just be like tactical and like move around the map and not be seen because you're going to get seen or, you know, yeah. whatever. Like you have to be good. The, the, the games we win, we do every facet of a shooter well, well enough to win. And then we kind of get lucky. And then hopefully the other team is worse than us or not hacking. And then we get, then we win. Right. And you got to consider too, like, 
how much harder it is to win on Warzone compared to other battle royales. Like most battle royales are 100 people or less, and there's 152 going into Warzone at a similarly sized map. Oh, really? So, I didn't know that. Yeah. And so that makes it way more difficult and just an, an even bigger challenge. So mm-hmm. just, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, we always talk about the faults of what happens with Warzone and like, you know, the guns get unbalanced or the, the, um, the hacking or just people being annoying in the game, but all in all, dude, I haven't like, they did such a good job of making this game and this concept. They revolutionized shooters, I think one, and they revolutionized, um, battle Royales. Like, people are just now going a little bit back to the old one, old battle Royales because of some of the recent hacking and some of the current gun balances. But like what they, they kept announcing their user numbers. And it was like, it was, it was like a hundred million users this month. Just like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Cause I know we were talking about like their, their earnings. I think it was 2.5 billion that they made in revenue. Yeah. Um, and just from getting people to play, I don't know if you saw this, but in the last two months, they've grossed 700 million off of just Cold War because of that push to level up guns in that game. Wow. And so their marketing strategy is, is really good and impressive. Um, but the detail, so like with a, a high detail game, you're going to get things like cheaters and glitches and stuff like that but if like you look at just the small like welding at a random area in the map it's insane that you can even include that and um while it there's a lot of issues that i think are fair for people to push i think a little bit of like lenience need to put in the fact of how incredible like no matter what no matter how frustrating the game is there's a reason that you and i keep dropping in so yeah we could bitch all we want but we keep dropping in because it For me, dude, like the feeling of like getting to a final circle and getting a win is like, mm-hmm. I it's less so now because I'm now at like 54 wins or something and you're at like 115. Something like that, yeah. yeah, but like my first couple dubs, like my hand, when I get oh. <laughs> would get done, my hands would be like this. I'd be like sweating. And it's like, this is a video game doing this to me. And like, so that feeling, the adrenaline that pumps for some reason, like our bodies are just like, Oh my God, this is crazy. Yeah. It was, it's like, I've never gotten that from a video game and I don't get that from a lot of things. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's fun. Like that final circle, dude. It's like, um, I don't, it's, it's, it sounds so dumb. It sounds so dumb, but it sounds like a, it like feels like a big moment in like a sports game. Like we're both college athletes. Like, yeah, it's the same feeling. And yeah, when you it's let like your that. team down, I feel horrible. And like, yeah, like it's you're letting your brothers down to die. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when it's our friends. Like we have deeper relationships oh. than just the ones you guys yeah. we play with. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's like that bottom of the ninth moment. It's that like late in the fourth quarter moment where it's like, you feel the, the momentum rising. Something's going to pop off here to decide the win. And right. you're either on the win, the winning side or the losing slot side, but learning how to capture that and be on the right side of it is something you need to have for final circles in Warzone. Right. Like you got to, you got to be able to clutch up and yeah. Um, like there's, there's two different, there's like different players in this game. Mm-hmm. There's those that can function in the rest of the game. And those that can, fu- that, that can succeed when there's 10 to zero teams left or 10 to one team. Yeah. Left. 
I think one good thing about our friend group is like we have they're all athletes and so like they know how to like handle a situation like that like yeah, no pressure yeah like an athlete yeah um but I think that the cool thing about Warzone is and like I don't know if you've done like where you fill with random people but it's just not the same like there's something about playing with your friends in those situations that makes it like I don't know I, especially during like a pandemic where it's harder to see people like yeah it's crazy how awesome the game has been yeah how perfect timing for oh. for Activision like okay they released this new game mode that they they tried before with a different cod i think they tried a br but it was shitty and now they're like okay we're gonna go back to one of our most loved titles ever yeah. and put a put a battle royale in there and that was like it had always been hinted before covid was even a thing you know like 2019 people were thinking it was going to be doing that and they announced it in like january but still like covid wasn't here yet and then they release it in february it's a big starting you know big wave at the beginning and then COVID hits and we get really shut down in like March, mid-March. And then it's like all these guys that they just got in as just like new try people trying the game are now locked in because they can't do any other activity. Right. It's the timing was incredible. Like, like when you think about it, like March is about when Warzone came out. Right. I mean, I'm I think February, sure. I, I think Feb- yeah, February or March, like it just started then. And then that's when the pandemic hits and like people are shut inside and like, and did start. Um, you, like with the pandemic, I would not have gotten a PS4 March 10th. It, yeah. Yeah. And I do, I think like the yeah. last day at the ski resort yeah. here, which is kind of when I just, just why well, that's when I count quarantine starting was like the 15th. Yeah, I remember Friday the 13th um, was my last day of teaching before spring break. Mm-hmm. And we were all like, we didn't know if we would have school because things were starting to spread. And we're like, oh, we might miss a week after spring break dealing with this illness. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, wow, were we wrong? <laughs> um, <laughs> we may never go back to in-person teaching again. It's, yeah, it's interesting. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they totally nailed the timing of this whole thing. It's just insane how it all worked out and how ah, yeah. sorry, I'm pulling yeah. up a, I'm pulling up a ring light video so I can have a light on me more because my lighting in here is really bad, and they're trying to get uh-huh. me with ads. YouTube, come on! You gotta monetize somehow, dude. Gotta make that money. Yeah, they do, but I gotta monetize too, and I can't do it with <laughs> them playing ads in my face. That's not even really doing anything. Isn't it crazy how some people like that you've never heard of have literally made a lifelong career of just playing Warzone? Yeah, <laughs> it's it's like so. Gary, I'm a big Gary V guy. He he's big big in yeah. esports and just he's big in talking about how we we don't understand the impact of the internet fully yet. No. We some people think we do. It's like, oh, you can buy stuff on there. Oh, mobile banking. Oh, YouTube. But like that's so surface level, or like social media, like so surface level. Yeah. Literally, because of the connectivity of computers, somebody can play a video game and be a millionaire, a yep. multi-millionaire. And that, that like, was never a thing before. 
like think about like so i don't know if you like are familiar with like phase clan but they're a big like influencer and gaming brand and they do like their phase five every couple of years and one of the people um that was up for it i don't know if he made it but like it's a six-year-old kid who plays video yeah. games yeah a six-year-old and he's potentially getting a million dollar contract yeah off of video games we're like in the in the 80s like video game it was like stop playing video games you're ruining your life you're you know yeah. you're what they say like you're gonna turn, turn your brain into mush right which is like totally not even true they found studies that say like playing video games improves your uh quick twist quick twitch reaction and decision and quick decision making skills. yeah um i've heard too that the the military like when they get these kids in that are 18 that have been playing video games they're insane at the simulators um and like the reaction time in the simulators because they've been like like unknowingly preparing for being ready yeah. for like making quick decisions and if you think about think about the number of repetitions you get to make quick decisions in a video game it's constant because like that's that's what they need to do to make the video game sell and keep like viewership they need to make it fast and happen a lot. So, yeah, definitely. So, so what made you, what made you want to start this journey of being a streamer and then, you know, trying to, trying to monetize that idea? Um, so I guess like, um, I don't know, like I, I used to be really, really into video games and um, I have trouble doing things for fun um so like i started lifting after college and then i just wanted to like i saw minnesota state records and i wanted to break all those like i can't just do something for fun like when i do something when i choose to do something like i started weightlifting i'm going to compete in that and i want to be the best and like when i was playing video games i i can't play and just like relax like i i see people and i'm like oh i could do this and like make some money off of it. And like, mm -hmm. um, I just want to be the best. I don't want anyone to be better than me. And it's just like this constant, like competitive attitude uh -huh. that I think pushes me. And like, I literally have an aim lab downloaded on my computer to work on aim. Like I do like a couple minutes every day. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, I feel like it's weird. I think, so I used to, when I was growing up, I like, I don't know if you ever went through this cause you're tall too, but like there was a period where I grew and I was, can I swear on this? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I was so shitty at sports. Like I was awful. I went from <laughs> making the A team to like making a B2 team the next year. Cause I was like lanky. I couldn't throw baseball. And like, I finally grew into things, which was fine. But like, um, I don't know. I hate the feeling of being bad at something. And mm -hmm. I don't know when I see people better than me, it makes me not mad, but I'm like, Oh, I could be that good if I worked hard enough at it. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I was yeah, I like eighth, like uh, seventh and eighth grade. Between seventh and eighth grade, I grew like nine inches. <laughs> so I was just so clumsy. Yeah, exactly. like I just went from like wearing you know like size eight shoes to size the same shoes I have today. Right, size twelve. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I just think it's the the feeling of not wanting to be bad at anything, really. That's interesting. That's. I was thinking you would you would be like, uh, I really have a fun time playing this and there's an opportunity to make some real money and have like a side hustle going on, but that is not it. That's funny. Yeah. I mean like, so like 
I'm a whaler fan made me made like I don't know like four hundred dollars over four years of competing, which is not a lot at all. It's just like basically winning in Minnesota. We have the North Star Cup, which is like three competitions added up for points, and like literally, it's. I've never thought about money when it came to weightlifting. And it was just, it was literally just like, I want people to see my name on the record in the weight classes. And I don't know. It's kind of the same glory. thing. Yeah. Like, like non-monetary things like yeah. money's cool, but I just want to be better. Coolest. I want to be better than everybody else. <laughs> Are you setting up a mirror to get some ring light? I'm setting up a ring light. That's awesome. Is that better? Yeah, that's better. You're glowing. I know I need to get, I need to get a new, I need to get like a whole lighting setup. Cause like plenty of these I do like at night. And even if it's during the day, like, so like this is the only light is right here and here. So it's like daylight yeah. at big windows, but yeah. I want to get like a tapestry thing that hang, there's a window here to, to my right. Right. Like to cover that because the camera angle usually is over there. And then like, you know what you see when I post those screenshots, mm-hmm. I want like a cool background and then like have stuff on the walls around it. Yeah. Like you'll see, you see this on the screenshots. Taylor's mom got this for me. That's awesome. Island Bridgers Wilderness. Looks like the National National Forest sign. Yeah. Um, stuff like cool stuff like that. I just want to be like pictured and stuff. Right. And Bridger wanted to come say hi, apparently. Hey, Bridge. Hi, Hello. Did you find a hoof the other day? He found a whole leg. He yeah. found we found a deer leg. He found a deer leg on our walk, brought it around the entire walk. And then when he got home, he just ate the whole thing. That's awesome. Like, does that just, not bother? Like, the like for a wolf, does that not bother like their stomach at all? No, he fucking loved it. Oh, okay. okay. Like he, <laughs> his digestive system. Like he's eaten. He's just you know found and killed animals in the wild. Yeah. And like, it's, that's just normal. Yeah. I've like he just eaten. can't eat rawhide otherwise it's diarrhea. So yeah. <laughs> and that that's why they make that joke like when they compare like a pug to a wolf like how is this come out of this uh, sir yeah. it's not your time on the podcast it's sam's Excuse i forget me. how talkative he is <laughs> he's very talkative when he thinks he needs attention oh, and okay. i sit here a lot of days a lot of times in the day so he's just like no give me attention and um, i've literally heard him through your mic sometimes like no joke yeah he's very talkative part of their breed like it's it's cool that like you know, he, he can communicate with me and he's talkative enough and he can show his feelings in his body language that, and, and in what he, Hey, no, no. What he voices to me. And I can, I can, I feel like I can understand like what he wants and like communicate yeah. with him. And, and like, he knows enough words where I can be like, Oh, do you want this? Yeah. And then he can react. He'll react in a certain way. And I know that means, yeah. Yeah. Definitely not going to get that from a cat. No, I like, I mean, cats are nice. Like if they're not mine, I'm yeah. never going to get a cat. Yeah. Hey, shh, shh. I'm horribly allergic to them. So you won't ever see me near one. Yeah. Hey, no, Bridger. Yeah. Um, so did I, I told you about what happened to Mav, right? Yeah. That's a good time to go on, go on record. I don't, I've not told the public about this. I wasn't sure if I was going to. Oh my gosh. Bridger. No. Um, so we were out, we were out doing a tour. This is for the listeners, not Sam, cause Sam already heard this. We're out doing a little ski tour with the boys and, and the, the frustrating part is the beginning. So we passed another group, a couple with a dog. 
and it's common courtesy it's common courtesy that if you see like a big animal out here you tell people you're that you're around like hey there's a bear up there like around this area watch out yeah especially with I dogs mean, and they didn't say sense. anything and then yeah and all of a sudden we get up to this area and a freaking moose just stands up in the forest and the dog starts to chase it oh my gosh bridger okay hold on everybody hold on podcast hold on bridger so like let him outside. You're good. This you're is good. normal. I've done so many dog pauses and podcasts. It's insane. Yeah, dude, you're good. Probably the number one reason my podcast isn't doing better is because I just have dog pauses in them all the time. So... Yeah, so we're going up, and this moose just stands up out of nowhere. And it's not uncommon in this area. We, I see moose there all the time. Um, but then I call him back, and Bridger comes back to me. And the, But Mav doesn't. Mav decides that he wants to bark in this moose's face, and he did the same exact thing he did last year in December, where he just, like, won't leave it alone. He keeps barking at it, nipping at it, like nipping at its heels. And moose are, can be pretty aggressive with dogs. They kill dogs every year. They stomp on them. And they kick them to try to get them away. It's like a, a defense mechanism they developed for wolves. And so, like, uh, the buddy I have with me, he holds on to Bridger. I'm like, I got to go get Mav. Go down there. He won't listen. I get really close to being stomped myself. Like, I was, like, a foot away from being stomped myself. It charged me, and I, like, ducked out of the way. And I almost tripped and would have gotten stomped. Because I'm, like, trudging around in snowboard boots, like, in the deep yeah. snow. And then I just can't get mad because he keeps rotating around the moose to be on the other side of me. And I just like can't get close enough where it's like an open area where like if I went in the open area, the moose would charge me. I kept yeah. trying to like stay to this brush area around. Right. Me. And eventually the moose just gets so sick of Mav. And it's like two hours of him just fucking with it. And it stomps and the, it stomps on Wait, his back. Two hours? Yeah, I was trying to get him out of there for two hours. Oh my God. I didn't know that's that long. Yeah, like, because oh. I like, what am I gonna do? I, I, like, I walked away for a little bit, called him from a different area, nothing happened. He just, he just was would not leave it alone. It's so weird because he sees big animals all the time, and he's That's fine. He saw, moose. he saw a moose in that same area the day before, and I called him back, and he listened and just came back to me. So like, I don't do fucking think, know. Do you think people understand how dangerous moose are? No, like not most people don't understand how many episodes of, of the podcast have you listened to, Sam? Um, just a couple. It's like, yeah, okay, so this is a recurring theme on here. Um, be, most tourists don't understand how dangerous moose, buffalo, are or elk are here. So, yeah. a common theme on here is me bitching about tourists getting too fucking close to the animals. Yeah, dude, even a deer, like even a legit just deer, can significantly hurt you or your animal with their yeah. hooves. Yeah. And deer, yeah, mom deer are known to do that too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Mav gets, I'm like 10 feet away and Mav finally gets hit. He gets ta- he gets stomped on the back and then the moose tramples over him and like full on runs over him and then runs away. And he got scared of him and he stopped. And then I ran over and I picked him up and he kind of whimpered a little bit, but I got him back to the trail and I like, 
I like kind of did a little, a little bit of examination where I like pressed on his spine, pressed on his hips, pressed on his ribs, his legs and stuff to see like what is broken. And yeah. he, he didn't flinch from anything. It's a tough dog, dude. And <laughs> yeah. And then, so we had to ski to get out of the area to go back to the truck. And then he's just full speed running next to us, like full speed. And then I'm like, okay, maybe adrenaline. Like I didn't want to like yeah. fully just that buy into that map, just live through that. <laughs> maybe it's adrenaline so the rest of the night i'm like checking on him like okay did the adrenaline wear off yet check it on him i checked on him like five times something i do the same thing pressing on the stuff nothing and then i was like oh maybe he'll be sore tomorrow nothing he wakes up normal like i still don't know how this happened mav got stomped and trampled by a moose and made it made contact for sure i thought he was gonna have a broken back and maybe he didn't moment. even he didn't even flinch. He had Maybe nothing wrong. You passed into like a alternate universe. That was like the, the passing. Yeah. Um. So, I don't like insanity that he's okay. That he's alive. The running down the hill gets me like, full speed. I don't. I don't understand how you just get trampled by moose and you're fine. Like tough dog. But you kind of hope that even if he's not hurt, that he learned a lesson from that situation. Well, he stayed close to us. He was like right next to us, but like, you know, we're skiing down this hill to get out. So like, yeah, he's, you know, that's not slow and he kept up. So like, how was was Tay during all of that? She was at home, um, but I called her when we got in the truck and I was like, just told her what happened. And she like started, almost started to cry. Yeah. she did start to cry and then i got him home and i was like every time i've told this story i tell i preface it by saying so mav is 100 okay nothing is wrong with him at all yeah. and then i tell him what happened so they don't freak out and think that he's like dead right because like if she had thought for a minute that something actually happened she would have she would have lost it yeah do you guys have like a like emergency vet near you or anything yeah there, there's one in town okay it would have been it would have been enough to get him there but like yeah, that's like a really pretty common case that they get is like dogs getting stomped by moose. Yeah. And I don't know what you do for like a broken rib, though, for a dog, because you can't like can't put it in a cast or anything like. Uh, yeah, you can't really do anything. Just lower the activity level and make yeah. them make them rest. I would I give my dog CBD oil. So I do like so maybe some more of that. Right. Right. Do you ever give Mickey CBD oil? CBD oil? No, because he like. Yeah, he's he's sleeping right now. He's got like 15 minutes a day where he just goes nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I take him on a couple long walks in a day, but otherwise he just sleeps. Like he really just sleeps a lot. Um, he's got like, I guess when people get over, come over, he's part border collie. So he tries to like herd people. Um, <laughs> Is he one and- of those ones that like, like barks while he's herding and he uses the bark to hurt to herd. Mm, he'll like circle people to push them in a certain direction. Mm. I hate those so. bark. The ones that use a bark as they're herding. I'm like, get the fuck away from me. No, he doesn't really bark that much at all. Um, yeah. Unless it's like uh, someone that he doesn't know through a window or if he sees someone with a hood, he'll just jump in front of Sammy. Cause he doesn't care about me. He jumps in front of Sammy. That's cool. Um, to like block her from anything. Yeah. That's awesome. Bridger will, if I'm like yelling at Taylor, like if we're like in an argument or I'm like, honey, you got a blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He'll like, he'll, Bridger will walk up to me and start barking at me. 
Yeah. Be like, don't yell at mom. She yeah. is an angel. Yeah. There's something there's something that like girls just have with dogs. I, I don't know. Like no matter where Sammy walks in the house, Mickey follows her. He really could give two shits about me sometimes. Yeah. Well, the way the hierarchy, the gender hierarchy works, like so they understand that that you're a male and she's a female. Oh. And they see your family as their pack, right? So right. if they were if you were all wolves, Mickey would be trying to protect the alpha female from danger. You're the alpha male, she's the alpha female. Gotcha. He would be trying to protect the alpha female. And they understand that because obviously they understand that humans are just different than dogs. They don't think that we're dogs. Um, but you, they see you guys as leadership because you feed them, you own the, you control the food, you control the, you know, toys and treats and things, other resources. Um, and you probably discipline him from time to time. Right. Yeah. So those are all things that alpha, what wolves do in wolf packs. So do that's you, why he, he protects her. Does Bridger have like those wolf senses? Like my dad said he was hunting and he saw a wolf from like 300 yards away and he moved his gun literally two inches and it had him spotted all the way across. Uh, He has some pretty good senses. Like I know if he's sniffing in the woods or or perks his ears a direction, I know something's there. Yeah. Who knows how far away. Um, But that probably comes with a little bit of like, like he's a dumbed down version because he doesn't need to rely on it to stay alive. Yeah, and I suppose that hasn't been, like, a necessity. Yeah, like, if that wolf that your dad saw didn't didn't pick that up, he'd be yeah. dead yeah, exactly. throughout his lifetime. Where yeah. if Bridger didn't, like, he's going he's gonna to go home and he's going <laughs> to still get treats. <laughs> Doesn't matter where he is on the, um, oh, what's the guy? Uh, um, evolution guy. Darwin? Oh, my. Darwin, yeah. Yeah. On the on the survival of the fittest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, what he, something he does have, and it's, this is the place I thought you're going with this. Um, and people have my, my family more than anybody has ridiculed me for this statement I'm about to make because I made it to them first. Huskies and wolves and, and Huskies because of what they were used for in Malamutes too, what they're used for in, you know, crossing sea ice and, you know, be p- pulling sleds and stuff. They have nerves on their pads that um, allows them to feel the ice and feel the ice cracking and the thickness of it and all that stuff to make sure it's a safe passage. And I said that because I, I learned it in a book, uh, a certified book. And my family has just crucified me for saying that, saying, no, they don't have sonar paws, you idiot. Like they still fall in the water. I'm like, no, it's not it. <laughs> so that's how I thought you're going. But he, they do have that. Yeah. Why I don't get why that's so absurd. Like there's a lot more crazy like there's literally fish that emit light. Not just like sensing like it's probably because nice. because they don't want they don't want like my dogs to have be the ones that have it because they but they have labs. Yeah. So okay. labs weren't used for that. So like the amount of time and like like little like nitty stuff that you look into dogs about is what I look into like Call of Duty and gaming and like <laughs> PC setups and stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, I just think it's really cool. Like I'll sit here. I think we could probably talk about this, but I'll sit here sometimes when I smoke a joint and I'll be like, how crazy is it that we just millions of people have these just 
animal companions that just hang around our house. And, you know, some of them are, you know, more fenced in or more chained in. But like mine are outside right now. We don't have a fence. Wilderness all around us. They're not going anywhere. We just have these companions that hang out and we can train them and we can like be, be bonded with them and like communicate yeah. back and forth with them. And I'll sit there and be like, how fucking crazy is that? And I read a book called um, Once a Wolf that talked about the story, how prehistoric humans started linking up with wolves and then how we co-evolved and how we, we wouldn't be the humans we are and then the dogs they are without each other. Okay, so like the 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 wolves that could well, adapt. Hold on, hold that thought. Bridger's okay. knocking. Talk okay. to the stream. <laughs> See if anybody has any questions for us. Yeah. Um, do people have dogs in here? Shout out. Minxie still in here? Did anybody have any questions? No, not yet. Um, but what I was saying is, are you, or I guess asking, so are you saying that like the dogs that could evolve with humans and the humans could evolve with dogs, um, those are the ones that survived, and thus we developed the way that we developed? Uh, kind of like what scientists thing. think, so this is not yeah. really like what I think, it's just like what I read scientists think, Yeah, is that when humans started hunting more um, or like hunting big game more. Yeah. And then we, it was pretty tough for us. Right. Because we're not like our brains are our weapon. We can mm -hmm. make weapons and we could run. We're good long distance runners, but then we can't do anything once the huge, like um, what's the animal called? They used to do this ancient, like cousin of the cow in Europe. Um, that was like big. It's like a bull, but like bigger and faster and like wild okay and um we used to hunt those like but so we we could chase it down somewhat but we, we would have a tough time and then once we got there we'd throw spears at it and try to fuck it up but like didn't go that well but eventually once we got the wolves on our side and started creating like the early dogs we would have them run the animal down and then we would come up and throw a spear at it once uh, it was dead tired it basically passed out interesting so um, the point of the co-evolution is that we got that, that much better at finding food for ourselves, thus making us able to think about other shit because yeah. of the help of early dogs and right. wolves. Okay. That makes sense. And then like different tribes use it for different stuff. You know, like the Malamute tribe the, of the dog, the Malamute, they are known for being really good family dogs because the Malamute tribe would use them for obviously pulling sleds, but also childcare they're these big <laughs> these big dogs that they would just let the babies sit with and they would guard the babies from any wild animals that would roll up um and they just kind of bred them to have that nature and interesting yeah so like you know mul multiple multifaceted tools basically yeah actually and then um, that gave them the ability to like go hunt and like do other shit that advanced their civilization. Yeah. So Steve in chat said that they don't have a pup and he can confirm that people don't know how to act around dangerous animals in the wild. <laughs> yeah. The question is when are Steve and Allie getting a pup? Oh, that's interesting. So 
I thought I thought for a second it wasn't Steve Knightsling, but it's Steve Knightsling. Um, so Allie, I don't know if you know, Allie's obsessed with Great Danes. Um, oh. So but I'm, not, I'm not really sure Steven's opinion on them. But I think they've been looking. I thought Taylor told me that they like put in their phone number for a, a husky puppy at one point. Um, so it might be it might be coming at some point here. Who knows? Like as we maybe flip to more uh, back to working in offices more. Like yeah. you know, who knows if people will be if they'll have to or like whatever. But yeah, Speaking I'll say what of- I tell everybody who asks me about getting a dog um, while living in an apartment don't get a dog because you think it's just, you just want one because they're cute or you want the companion get a dog when your life allows you to get a dog and be a good dog owner. Yeah. Actually. Got that Steven. Steven, I got crucified. Cause I said, that's a Taylor. When Taylor told me about you guys getting a dog. Yeah. We didn't get Mickey until we had our own house and we're kind of settled in and stuff. So yeah. Um, but a lot of people and friends of mine have done this. They like, just get it. Cause it's like, Oh, I, you know, I have some expendable income or like I'm an adult now. Like I get a dog. Like, you know, I, it's the American dream. I, got, I get a golden retriever and then I buy a house and then I get married. You know, it's like one of those yeah. things. And then they end up like they work really long hours or it's always at a location or like they don't actually like doing stuff outside. And it's like, well, that's not that's not how fair to the dog. Yeah. You know, do stuff, you know, get a dog because you want to be a good dog owner and do stuff with the dog and let, that lets the dog be a dog. Dude, when we're out of this pandemic, I want to get Mickey into dog jumping. Because that... Dude, Trust me, you flies. don't need to tell me that, yeah. <laughs> Stephen. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, I feel like my dog could be, like, legit at the dog jumping and, like, the yeah. jumping for height. Dude, he flies. Yeah. He flies. Hell yeah. Is he big in fetch? Big in a fetch? Um... Yeah, but, like, the biggest thing that he likes to do, like, I don't know how I feel about the dog park. I used to, like, bring him there, and then I, like, I don't know how to say this in a better way. There's fucking weird people that go to dog parks. Dude, I was going to say the same thing. There are weird people. <laughs> and it kind of pushed me away, but, like, um, like for instance, like, there was one lady who was, like, yeah, it's my dog's birthday at the dog park, which is great. She's like, we've been here for five hours. And I'm like, that's too long. <laughs> oh, man. And yeah. But like Mickey at the dog park will just like pick at like the ears of people like dogs uh-huh. to get them to chase him solely based on the fact that he knows he's faster than them and he can't and they can't catch him. What like, a little what... fucker. <laughs> that's the kind. So Bridger. Uh, dog parks are great for like uh, socializing your dogs so it's good yeah. early and like for for a wolf dog is good and that's what we did yeah bridger would always get for some reason all this the little yippy bitch dogs would always go after him and they're like yipping at him nipping at him and he's just like keeping away like walking away i'm like looking at the owner like it's some fucking hipster and i'm like you see this dog my dog it's eating things bigger than your dog. Yeah. Get your dog away from it because he's, you're testing every sing, every little thing of tolerance that I've trained into him. Get it out of there. And then they're like, anytime he would like bare his teeth or like look back at the other dog, they're like, oh, he's dangerous. Like, no, you f- get your dog out. of if, if your dog's not going to play nice, get him out of there. Yeah. Do you know what a, like a blue healer is? They're like really, really good. Like like farm dogs and like i think they're also called like an australian cattle dog 
but they're yeah. fast. Yeah, I know what those are. And so our dog park has like a forest. And so the best thing for Mickey was um, just running through the woods with this one blue healer that was there all the time that had really good owners. So yeah. Um, I think that the, the best thing about the dog park was getting him there as a young puppy and getting him around dogs and around people and around kids. Cause he's great around them. He knows, he knows what dogs he needs to let nip at his face. Um, he knows what dogs he can be a little bit more energetic with. Um, I think all dog. I don't know. I don't know about your dog, but I feel like all dogs try to like, especially male dogs try to man up with dogs that are the exact same size as them. Yeah. Um, they but do. otherwise Ma- like, Mab doesn't because he's like a total uh, beta personality. Okay. Um, or no. What is it? Or the Omega? Yeah. It's like, it's a personality in wolf in the wolf pack where they don't care about the hierarchy. They're just, they're kind of the bottom, but they're kind of out of it. They don't care about climbing. Yeah. They don't care about uh, dominance. They're just yeah. there. And that's what Mav is. So he doesn't do that. But Bridger does. If he sees, if he, just, if he sees another Husky or German Shepherd, or a dog that's around his size, he'll go and like puff out his chest, try to stick his chin on the dog's back oh, of his yeah. neck. Yeah. Yeah. Like Mickey knows like dogs that are bigger than him. Um, he can kind of read their energy. Um, dogs that are smaller than him that are like older, he just leaves alone because he doesn't want to be around them. But like puppies, he'll just, he'll literally sit still and let them pick at his lips because he knows that they like to do that and he knows it's not going to hurt. Yeah. Um, he like little kids just from being at the dog park he lets them hug them and stuff like that which i think is a really good quality to have um just yeah. like that like that um what's the word um, temperament but yeah it's those, those exact same size dogs that he's just like gotta be tough yeah no i'm the best one of this size yeah which is good I'm, I'm good he has like a little bit of like macho man in him because if something like if some guy were to roll up on Sammy, like I want my dog to jump in front of my wife. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I always say this, I tell it to Taylor, like, you know, if I'm gone or something and she's home alone, she like, Oh, I heard something. Or like she watches, a, she watches a, or she listens to one of the murder podcasts and then it's just freaked yeah. out, you know, because that's right. what they do when they're alone and they're alone in the house. I'm like, Taylor, you have a freaking wolf in the house with you too. Yeah. So like you're, you're going to be okay. Yeah, what do you think? What do you think Bridge would do if like some random guy broke in? You think you think you're good with Bridger? He would, dude. He, um, he. So I'll tell a story to answer that. We were at Tay's cabin, and um, her dad had just bought like the cabin next door, and it was nicer. So that's where they stayed, and then the, the, us and our, our friends were in the old cabin. It's just like a couple bedroom, old old little building. So we were there. I was the only one up and Bridger was there with me and we were just shutting the lights off. Like everyone was going to bed. It's late. We've been, you know, drinking for a while. Yeah. This guy just rolls in the front door and I don't know who he is. And he's super drunk and he says he's one of the neighbors. And I'm like, okay, man, like, that's cool. You, you want to drink or something? Like just trying to get him, like appease him to get him out. Yeah. And like, he just wanted to see Taylor's dad and wanted to chew and that's it. And, but nobody in the house chewed. Like, I don't chew. I'm like, we don't have chew here. And I'm like, yeah. I can give you a beer if you want. Like, I'm tr- I was being like, trying to just give him something he wanted. Right. Wouldn't take yes for an answer. He said he wouldn't believe me when I said Taylor's dad wasn't there because her dad wasn't there. Um, I'm like, no, he's not even here. He's not up here. He's not in the other cabin. He's not, he's not even in town. And he wouldn't believe me. So I'm like, you know, a little bit goes by. I'm like, you know, I'm getting annoyed because this is, you know, 
starting to stress me out. This guy I don't know is just like getting, he's getting aggravated because he's super drunk and can't comprehend what I'm telling him. Yeah. And then he's kind of by the door and I walk over and like Bridger's right on my heel. Like what you see like a canine dog doing and he, Bridger's like tensed, like his shoulders are like bold, like tensed. He's, he's ready. And yeah. the guy goes to like put like pet him and Bridger like snarls his teeth at him and growls at him. Yeah. And he's like, Whoa, man, get your dog. And I'm like, no, he's doing exactly what he's supposed to do. Yeah. And like without, I didn't even tell Bridger anything. He doesn't have a command for that. He was just, yeah. he could sense me getting tense Oh, and yeah. knew didn't know this guy and i didn't tell him bridger it's okay that's a that's a thing for me for him to calm and calm himself down he yeah. knows if i think yeah. it's okay stuff's okay right um i didn't tell him that because it wasn't really <laughs> um but he was ready he just instinctually yeah. was like dad's freaked out yeah. this guy's a dick i'm ready dude when he smiled earlier he has some pipes like he whew. does his <laughs> yeah yeah his his canines are like this is my pinky like his yeah. canines are like that yeah you're not playing around no he'll like and his teeth are really sharp if he has yeah. like a toy or something he'll like put it in the back of his mouth and just like he like does this scissoring motion with his teeth and it just like it just slices things like anything <laughs> toys last like 10 minutes when you give them to oh them. yeah i mean yeah that's awesome yeah um yeah how long have we been doing this for what time like an hour <laughs> We've been live for an hour and one minute on Twitch. 5.49, yeah. So these usually go about an hour. Um, is, what else do you want to talk about? Um, I mean, we kind of hit everything. What's the, uh, next, what's the next level for Chunks so GG streaming? It's partner, so and that's something you apply for. So it's, I don't think it's guaranteed. Um, but I've hit, like, what I'm streaming for, like, days of the week and, like, hours is totally fine. Like, I'm hitting those marks. But now I just need to get my average viewership to a consistent 75 viewers. So it's a long road to partner. That's a, that's a lot. Yeah. So it's a long road to partner. The nice thing is like I, I've monetized my channel and so I, I can be making money off of it right now. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm just going to keep grinding for that. And like, I'd love to make this a full-time living if it's a side hustle is that, but I think, um, I think getting like continuing to get better at the game and like getting in with like, people because of my skill level i think it's going to go a long way and like doing the hard work first before just trying to be like twitch famous because i want to be twitch famous like like when i do something i want to earn it you know what i mean yeah so yeah as a recommendation i would think like you've seen troy troy's model of yeah um of gaining his audience yeah. his his approach to tiktok is like as a marketer the number one a plus best way to do it yeah that's what everyone says like all these famous tiktokers and famous twitch streamers that are like now friends with him they're like yeah he he's caught on to what works so much faster than anybody else so yeah. i actually recently downloaded premiere pro um to make more like like better tiktoks that use more of my face and like my communication rather than just the gameplay because i've heard like algorithm wise for everything the more that people can see your face, the more viewership you're going to get. Yeah, there's that. And it's not just the algorithm. It's like, it's actually what people enjoy because, you know, their, your end goal is them sitting and just watching you, Sam Christopherson, play this game and talk to your friends and your face on there, right? So it's like, you have to create a personal brand for yourself 
And then like, if you're doing the right things, being the good guy that you are showing like, and, and there's, then there's cool gameplay to back that up. You know, your audience will be like, will fall in love with that. Yeah. And it's, it's more, it's a step further than just what the algorithm likes. It's what will the actual, like, cause your end goal isn't just TikTok. Your end goal is, like I said, and the, to, to what people have people watch you play the game for a couple hours on end. Right. Like, yeah. People yeah. go and like, we play for, we play for hours a night and you're yeah. streaming like the whole time. And like when I have like 10 people in chat and like people are constantly talking and like you guys are seeing that too. Cause a lot of times you guys will pull it up. It's just fun. It makes it so fun to make like that five hours where you're, you're communicating with Chad and like people are donating bits for like a good play or something, or people are giving you challenges. Like, Oh, if you get like Troy the other day was like the number of guys you kill out of the sky before you land, I'll donate a sub. So yeah. Um, like stuff like that just makes it so fun. Like, it's, yeah, it's I love, I love like trying to get the chat to do stuff. It rarely yeah. ever works. I've, I've asked yeah. the chat so many questions when you play yeah. and they never respond except for Brian, maybe, or, or Steve, always, one of our buddies who's yeah. like in the game with us. Yeah. I mean, I've been playing with Troy a lot too. And like some of the people have kind of come over from his stream. Like it was hard to get to 50 followers. And then like once I got to 50, like I started playing with Troy more, which is like helped my stream, obviously. And I, I got to like, I'm at 83 now and it's just been a massive jump, which has been nice. So yeah, sweet. Um, more and more people are kind of coming in and I've had a few, few people that have just dumped on in Warzone that come and follow on chat too, or follow on the stream too. Um, but I don't know. I feel like I get a lot of hate too. Like my channel more than other people, people just come to my stream just to, to trash talk. And then Brian starts smack talking him back. Yeah. I mean, haters going to hate. I've, yeah. I get, I've gotten hate on the internet and it's just always silly. Cause there's some, you know, there people are never, people are never punching down. Right. Is the saying people yeah. doing better than you are never going to comment hate. Yeah. It's only people doing worse than you that are frustrated with their life. They're pissed oh, off yeah. about something that, that bring that energy into social media. Yeah. The last, last couple of days have been golden. Like I had one kid um, come in and he's like, your butt and i was like really you're like, you're probably 11 and then yeah. one other kid i was wearing like a beanie and this kid's like oh wearing your hat that way it makes you look like a penis and i just like it like it gave me the option to block it in the chat and i was like no i'm leaving that that's hilarious like nah. it's super funny got drew dawson in the chat just calling me a trash camper right drew, now? You watch me play you know i'm not camping drew dawson <laughs> in the chat hey drew um yeah that's funny if anybody's camper, you've got a roof on your name. So, what's <laughs> that? Um, a question for you. So, what does Sammy, your wife, think about video gaming as a whole and like how much time you spend on it? Oh, she's, I mean, so she works like for Team Beachbody. And so she's big on social media. Her team is top like 200 out of 400,000 teams. Um, and so, like, the, I'm constantly asking her, like, how can I improve my social media to, like, gain more followers? Um, and so she she enjoys it. And, like, I think she kind of understands that um, I don't do things just to, like, be lazy. Like, I always have a purpose when I'm doing something. Um, and so it's it's nice that I get that support from her. And she knows that, like, like with that purpose, like, there's a big end goal. And um, I was always supportive of her of, and still am of whatever she aspires to be. And it's crazy how much success that she's had with um, her business. 
and um, we can kind of like run things back and forth off of each other. So um, she was, she actually got me these headphones for Christmas. Um, nice. What she was the one that suggested that I get a PS4 in the first place. And um, with the pandemic, she, I mean, she totally understands that it's a good way to stay in communication, keep your mental health high. Um, like, like when there's a funny moment or we get a big win, it's like, it's like the pandemic doesn't even exist. And so if, yeah. if you're still saying that video games are bad for your mental health, like, like you're not, you're not paying attention. Yeah. Like, I know I explained. So Taylor does not have that view of him. Taylor doesn't like that. I play and I don't, and I know Allie doesn't either, either for Steven in the chat, but um, I try to explain it to her this way. Like, you know, there's the, there's the, there's the, there's the idea of the activity that's become popular of like a zoom happy hour with your friends or family. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. that's basically what we're doing. Yeah. Like we're all usually drinking during this. It's like a Friday night activity. Yeah. And, but we're just playing a game also. Right. Yeah. It's half vibing with your friends and then half playing the game. And there's even like, have you ever heard of Jackbox TV? Yeah. 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 So like we've done that with her family for hours and yeah. they're in Minnesota. And same I'm like, thing. that's the same fucking thing, Taylor. But it's I'm just playing, thing. I'm just shooting people instead of trivia. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so like it, it's, it's just like this uh, legacy thought thinking about video games when it was like, they'd go to the arcade for hours and it's Pac-Man. Yeah. When we didn't really know. We thought like your the TV, any sort of TV was like melting your brain. Right. But yeah, it's not. I mean, it just doesn't. I mean, like if your eyes are overly sensitive to blue light, like. Yeah. Like I got these, glasses. I wear these most, I wear blue light glasses most yeah. of the time that we play. My, my monitor uh, has like a blue light blocker on it. So yeah. it doesn't emit blue light. I have, I do just dropping things but yeah mine yeah yeah and i freaking notice it like dude if we if we have a long night of gaming and i don't wear these the bags under my eyes the next day and like the dryness the next day i'll notice it but if i just put if i remember to put these on i guess the only difference is like the the sides kind of sometimes get sore because we sit there for hours but like if right. I'm taking them off, kind of massaging, but I'm but while we're like in the game, I'm wearing these, my eyes feel just fine. Yeah. So is your one thing I was gonna to talk to you about marketing, is everything that you go off of Teton Tyler? Cause that's like one thing that's helped me is I changed my Twitch, my Instagram, my TikTok, my Facebook page, everything is trunks GG. Now it's like the exact same. And I've noticed like more people are transferring over or finding me like they couldn't find me on one platform, but they found me on another, which led to my Twitch, which led to everything. Yeah. My, my personal Instagram is Teton Tyler. And then my TikTok is Teton Tyler, but then my Facebook is just my name. Um, and then I have, and I don't, I mean, I just made, I only made the Twitch to, to follow you like i didn't yeah. really want to do anything with it yeah. so i guess i could change it but i just did my gamer tag because i don't yeah. i didn't know um, would you ever stream do you think i'm not totally against it i just like yeah i'm doing a lot of shit right now i don't <laughs> i don't need another like side yeah. hustle exactly <laughs> like i'll tell you like the hours from roll to meeting like i when i was texting you i was at a client at the, the the distillery here shooting some video for him and like i mean alex and i will do the last like three months we've done like 60 out, maybe 50 or 60 hours of marketing work a month. Um, 
that's on a, in addition to our full-time job, which is yeah. tech sales, fintech sales. Yeah. And in addition to, we both are on podcasts <laughs> separately. Yeah. Um, and so I've, I've really thought about it cause it's fun. Like we, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not as good as you or even other guys in our stream, but, uh, or in our group, but like more of just the fun vibe. Like I, I could maybe provide like a fun vibe to a stream rather than like a really competitive one. Yeah. You have to have like, that's the thing I like about our crew is like, we, we hit all the, like the facets, like, mm-hmm. like you're going to provide like some out there statements and like, <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to be funny and like, like you have good games but like you like a lot of times it's like me and minxie popping off for like really high kill games and like like there's steven going through like all the waves of motion that a a video game player can go through like steve will like rush a building and get shit on or then he'll drop like 15 kills the next game and yeah i love that he's so vocal about it because it adds to the stream um and like end of the vibe and the end of the vibe separate from the stream like if it wasn't there it'd still be positive yeah the stream and like like people want to hear emotions they don't want us to like just be like sitting there like yeah like uh, they want to rage like uh, like it's, it's uh, funny yeah exactly it's funny yeah. and like he was hacking only when i died exactly like <laughs> no you didn't run into a building with four <laughs> other people by yourself that guy was hacking yeah There's no way yeah there's not a chance. Yeah. Dude, I it's dude, it's it's because your KD is so high and like there's a definitive line between like if I'm solo or with Al or like with Al and like um Yeah. Uh like me, Al, Austin, Rissy, and Brett. Yeah. Like we get common lobbies. Any combination of those guys get the same lobbies. Yeah. And yeah. when we introduce you or Brian or Steve, it's a different lobby. Yeah. And it's like these lobbies. They're decent at cover, decent shots. Um, Some of them will jump corners. Um, Not very many hackers over here. These lobbies jump every single corner. They are incredible (laughs) shots. If you aren't fully in cover or like mounted, you're getting ripped. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of hackers. (laughs) And so like when I play with Al or Al and Austin, like it's the reverse of our games last night. Like yeah. I'm going around 10 every game and they're like, you know, Al will get up, Al will get around. He'll have a couple of good games and he'll get around like five to eight in a good game. And then Austin's right. like a little bit below that. Right. Brett below that. <laughs> Sorry, Brett. Yeah. It's, uh, it's Brett's funny. been getting a lot better though. That's true. It's so I got that new Warzone companion app that pops up. On I've your seen screen. TikToks. Yeah. yeah. I don't really know. So what it is, though. I just wanted to like, just check it out because everyone's talking about it. I was like, is it realistic? And like, I felt so defeated. I dropped into a solos match and it was just like a regular solos match. And I just click alt X to pop it up. And I was like, your lobby is in the top 0% of skill level. The top player in the lobby has an 8.7 KD. And I was like, sick. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Those are the kind of fucking lobbies <laughs> we're getting into with you. And yeah. like, that's why yeah. Al doesn't like playing anymore. And it's why yeah. I get shit on most of the times. Like you put up with it, but like, I feel bad because, and I don't blame like Alan Moody for not wanting to play when I'm there. Like it shouldn't be a thing. Cause I shouldn't have my friends saying, Oh, I don't want to play with you. Cause your KD is too high. Like that's dumb. Yeah. Yeah. It and should be they, more like, it should be more inclusive, but like, yeah. So, so as we know, like we were talking about last night, it's about making money for them. So why does this, 
why does the role uh what do we call the the matchmaking? Based matchmaking yeah why does like how does that make them money so Skill-based matchmaking guards people around the one, like it puts a, a gigantic guard around people under a 0.2 KD, like a gigantic guard. So they never under run a point into- 0.2, that is so low. Exactly. So there was a guy that um, purposely like dropped his KD to get into those lobbies to see what it was like, just to test it out. And he was behind three people on the other team shooting his gun in the air behind them. And they had no idea where he was. So that, that's kind of who we're talking about with this. Like people that are kind of clueless about the game, just playing it literally like on an 80 inch TV from their couch, 10 feet away. Like, yeah, with so no, with no a, headset. Right. <laughs> they put a gigantic guard around those and then they kind of bubble people in that like 0.2 to one, because that's their highest player base to make sure that it's super limited of the amount of lobbies that they get into someone with like a one five or a two or a three KD. And then after that, it gets um, into like the, the higher KD, higher skill-based matchmaking stuff. So the sucky thing about that is, is when it averages the KD, even if you average like me and say Moody's KD, it, it add up to three like between the two of us or something we're still getting in an average of like 1.5 kd which is not fair at all like if you have two that's higher than me yeah yeah, going against someone who has a 0.3 it's just it's unbelievably unfair and so i don't think it's i don't think it's perfect in that way i get why it does it because 2.5 billion dollars in revenue does not lie unfortunately something is working for them and they're they're guarding the heart of their player base the best and it's not our fault that our group is so good at the game that we're just, yeah, we have a pretty, lobbies. we have a pretty good squad. Yeah. Like, Oh yeah. You have the highest KD of the group. Uh, Brian, Steve have like 1.6 or so. Keep me honest on yeah. that guys. I'm 1.1.26 Al's at one, yeah. like even getting just one, one and above is like probably yeah. better than 60% oh, of the yeah. players or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but they want everyone to win. The more people get wins, the more opportunities that they're having to keep playing. And then the more people keep playing, the more that they're going to pass, the more that they're going to buy. I'm just trying to monetize the game. Um, and so that's kind of the purpose of that skill-based matchmaking. And it works. It works. Uh, it's just unfortunate because because our group is above that like level, we run into all the hackers too, because they're in the level that we're at. The hackers aren't going to run into those lower kids because they're instantly going to get to a higher KD. So, yeah. Yeah. When yeah, we were Steven, playing, we're just, I think it was like just, two nights ago, we got like two different hackers that killed us, which is yeah. way less common in my lobbies with like Al or something. Right. Yeah. Oh, I average more kills though. What's more important, higher average kills or KD? If you have a lower KD and higher kill average, that means you're buyback berry. Yeah, that's Al. <laughs> just, Al and I both have... Al and Steve Fack. Yeah, I, I have... Both, both Al and I average three kills a game, but yeah. I have a one, two, six, and he has a one. So, like, I keep telling him, like, the story is right there. Yeah, we're buying like, back more. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's like, okay, then take that back to, like, think about that in your play. Yeah. Oh, man. That's awesome. I love talking trash about Alan Cod <laughs> because it's like, 
the, the saying about insanity and Alex to the chat and people who may not know me as well. Alex is my best friend, best friend since kindergarten business partner. This logo is our logo, Marolt and Meany. Yeah. His name's first. He's my business partner, my brother. So I can talk, I can say this stuff about him. Yeah. It's like you me talking saying, about Moody. What? It's like me yeah. talking about Moody. Yeah. Yeah. So the saying about insanity is like, you try something over and over again, and expect different results. <laughs> That's Al for some of these aspects of war zone. It's like pushing people in, in, in strategic locations and houses and big buildings and they're a full team. And then wondering why we didn't win it or like being in the open and not having any sort of thought to, thought to cover and then getting shredded like immediately. And that's one of Al's calling yeah. cards is going from alive and healthy to dead and gone faster than anybody. Yeah. Because like, if you're in some sort of cover, you could die or even like get down, but you're in cover. They're not going right. to thirst you right away. Right. But he's in the open. So it's just like down dead. Yeah. If you watch like the pro streamers, when yeah. they're about to go up a zip line to see if a team's there or something, they like drop their cash. They tell their teammates like, uh, prepare to buy me back. I'm going to go check this out and see if I can get a first look. And then you guys can come up. Yeah. And sometimes it works, but it's like, Oh, okay. That worked with Al. It's, the very last, like, there's like a five second window where he yells, Hey, I'm going in. And we look at our mini map and he's 150 meters away. And we're like, Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then five seconds later, it's like, Oh shit. I shouldn't have done that. Ah, fuck. I'm dead. Oh, what motherfuckers that they're, they're in there. Like, yeah, you know, they're in there. We can't support you. Like, why did you do that? He had one, he freaking went off on me. We were in storage town moving south towards a pool building. And we had a radar up. So I was like, okay, Al, there's a guy on top of pool, but he's not looking at us. So we'll keep advancing and whatever. And he's going towards that buy station area. And then like, he, I see the guy pop up, but I didn't have a good angle to shoot. So I like duck away into some, some, some cover. And then he, Al sees another guy not attacking us, not seeing us. And he decides to try to shoot that guy, but he's teammates with the guy in the pool. So the guy in the pool just shreds him and he's like, oh, motherfucker. And I'm like, Al, you knew there was a guy up there. Like, why did, why did you keep going so you keep, he could kill you? The best yeah. is when I hop into a lobby with you two after you've just gotten out of like a business deal, not related to Warzone, and he's like stressed about it or something still. And the <laughs> yeah. focus towards the game is literally zero. <laughs> yeah, he'll do, he'll do more stupid pushes after a shitty business meeting <laughs> then it's not even not. play there was one time he wasn't moving and you're like hey you're gonna play it's like no i can't right now and i was like <laughs> i'm just dying laughing like trying to stay alive and you two are just warring it was the we're best. bickering we're the yeah. bickering bickersons or whatever yeah. they say <laughs> yeah okay enough trashing hell for one podcast he's got good gun skill though that guy can that guy can pull it off though sometimes yeah. Steve said they call him a waste of 4K. <laughs> no, because Steve, Steve's not a waste of 4K, though, because he's really good. Like, he clutched up for us yesterday. Oh, my Steve, God. Steve, you're not a waste of 4K. Yeah. That was you're not a waste of 4K. Was that, so was a, that was, was a really so sick ending into a game. Yeah. I've yeah. noticed, too. So, remember, remember how the game started? Like, the game that you and I won together. I didn't have a lot of kills, but I fucked fucked ton of damage. And I was sharp. And then I started drinking. (laughs) I can only really continue to get dubs if I'm getting carried by you or I'm like 
not well i was drinking whiskey but like if i had a couple of beers i probably would be okay i don't know but if you like, notice this but whenever you say you're like like say you're gonna light up or drink yeah you're usually not at the at top of the kill leaderboard in those games after that's happened the, the other day we got a dub in went with the first game that i that i smoked that was the first game though it ended yeah it was yet. like i knew it was that i knew it would make the difference yeah. <laughs> well it's like i mean i have add so like my attention span is like to play to play a game the same way just looking at trying to just butt your head against hackers and dmrs for yeah. four hours yeah it's some sort of relaxation yeah if i'm trying to really grind i'm like I, I won't i won't drink at all but if i'm like vibing and we're just hanging out and yeah hopefully i'm not playing with you because that it's too sweaty <laughs> i will have a couple of drinks like on a friday or something yeah or if we have like a quad where you can just kind of get carried a little bit and not have to worry about it too much. I got so carried last night. There was a dub. <laughs> you like you three had 10 and I had one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like not even damage to back it up. Like I was just there for the ride. I was the one popping recon contracts yeah. for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Cool. Um I hate to cut it early, but I have a grad school meeting in like 15. Minutes. No, you're good. We've we've been we've been going for like an hour and almost yeah. fifteen. This is a good amount for a podcast. This I know, is the usually vibes are I good. Do. Yeah. So yeah. okay, yeah, we'll are wrap you it up. On later tonight. That's a big question. Are you on later tonight? Yeah, I will be. Taylor works, okay. so that's when I usually play like long time long, long periods. Perfect. That's one good thing about her being a night night shift nurse is like we don't ever we don't ever like fight to get like alone time. Yeah. Because like when she's working, like it's basically like I'm. I'm not going to say it's like it's I'm single because I don't talk to other girls, but yeah, I'm just like living alone basically. Right. Yeah. Like, yep. but yeah, so I'll be on. Um, yeah. So to wrap it up, so tell everyone where they can find you on all the handles, like you said. Yeah. Earlier. So um, I'm trunks GG on YouTube and Facebook uh, trunks underscore GG underscore on Twitch. So that's twitch.tv slash trunks underscore GG underscore. And then trunks.gg on Instagram because I couldn't do the underscore. So just if you look up Trunks GG pretty much on any platform, um, we'll be good to go. And we just got a raid too. <laughs> a raid from Shout who? Pro. Uh, one of my buddies, Zach. He's raiding. He just, his stream finished up. And so um, oh, I hope you had a good stream, buddy. Do we need and, to, do we, do we still have to drop if we're getting raided? Oh, we'll be good. We'll be good. Um, but I'll, I'll take his party and raid somebody else before we go too. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So everyone, if when you listen to this or if you're on the stream, well, if you're on the stream, you already know this stuff, but yeah. Um, well, listen use to the, this. Use the app. Raiders to get them to your podcast. Oh, yeah. Hey, um, folks that just joined from the Raiders or whatever. I, I still am learning the verbiage of Twitch a little bit because yeah. it's, it's foreign to me. He brought his viewers to our channel. Yeah. Yeah. Viewers from Pro's channel. Um, we're, we're right now at the end of a podcast called Stories from a Mountain Town. I'm Tyler. You might have seen me play with Sam. Miniman 10 is my name. And we're just here talking about Sam's story becoming a streamer. So go check it out. I'll post the actual podcast. Um, what day is today? It's the sixth. Yeah, Monday, maybe Monday because I put one out. Okay. Put one out on New Year's. Perfect. Or maybe tomorrow. That'll be seven days. Yeah. yeah. So I'll get I'll get this one out. Um, yeah. And everyone, go check it out. Go listen to Sam. Go check Sam out. Thank you. Thanks everyone for listening. Right on. Peace, dude.